This is Randy Rosetta with HubCityPreps.com with the first fall edition of the Kincaid Roofing Lady, or actually not Lady Patriot, the regular Patriot podcast with Joe Sexton, the athletic coordinator, head football coach, jack of all trades, tour guide, everything else. This is my first time out here. This is, y'all got your money's worth. This is an impressive looking facility. It is an incredible building. You know, the... I like to watch uh, all the kids come in the building. The first thing they do is start looking up, and they just walk around with just uh, wide eyes. And you know, it was it was a lot of fun when the kids came in for orientation and just watched them uh, walk around and look at everything. They were they were amazed. To heck with that. The teachers, the adults, I imagine they're probably uh, pretty amazed too. You know, every time that we came in before this last summer, um, you know, we'd bring in different you know, teachers and coaches, uh, our principal would bring them in and they would all come out with just wow on their faces. Like this building is going to be so nice. You know, we're not even, you know, we're probably a little over halfway, maybe halfway done. And it's, uh, it's incredible right now. And I think this is right. First public high school to open in Lubbock County since 1967. Right. I think Estacado was. Yeah. And I'll, I'll pull the, curtain back that I was born in 1967 so that's been a while well it's uh it's quite a while ago yeah. I'm right there with you <laughs> well, and that's it's just cool to think that there's I mean everybody likes something new but that the growth out here and friendships getting ready to go through it out right. there as well just it's cool to be in a city where there's you know stuff's getting right. bigger you know just um just today, I think we enrolled uh, five new kids coming from you know different states. You know, there's some coming from New Mexico. We had one check in today from Hawaii. Wow! So you know they're just you know they're coming. So um, this is a pretty good place to come to. Well, and it's a good place to play football. Just we'll be off the radar a little bit this year. Just to throw it out there again to make sure folks know. Football will be JV and freshman only this season. Um, And part of that's because you only have freshman and sophomore students. And we're going to talk about the the kind of the culture shock your guys may have had in their first scrimmage when they went out there against 17- and 18-year-old guys for the first time. Every other sport is varsity competition. Volleyball's off to an incredible start. Cross-country starts in two weeks. We saw Morgan walking in. I think she her schedule she sent me, they don't run this first week, but they do start. Right, and, you know, we had three kids yesterday that have decided that they want to, you know, it always happens the first day. You know, three more kids want to play football or some more that want to run cross country. So we've got kids still. We're, we're trying to get, you know, the first week of school is always kind of, kind of inter- interesting just because, you know, seeing new faces that – uh, we haven't seen all summer, so we, we've got quite a few coming for sure. Well, let's focus on football. How many kids do you have for what you're calling the JV, and then how many for freshmen? We've got uh, right around 33, uh, 34 on our JV team, and we're right around 41 or 42. Uh, like I said, we picked up some more yesterday, just waiting on physicals to get finalized and, and stuff. I think every coach in the state of Texas is waiting on – kids that come in without physicals, you know, just trying to get those uh, squared away. But we've got really good numbers. I think once we get to next week, we'll probably be right around 80 to 82 total on both teams. And that's, again, just freshmen and sophomores, so that's kind of a sign of things to come. 
so you scrimmaged last week against who? Uh, we went over to Littlefield and scrimmaged the Wildcats, and uh, we scrimmaged their varsity. They called uh, last spring. Uh, we were down at the state golf tournament, and they called and said, hey, we need a scrimmage. And I thought, well, you know, scrimmaging a, a varsity, I think we could handle that. Um, you know, Littlefield's been a, been a great team. Yes. You know, they were a really good team this year. But I thought – that being a scrimmage, we could control it just a little bit. And our, I was really pleased with the way our kids performed. And I talked to Paul Inlow. He was out there, and he said that the, the, the eyes were wide when sure. you walk out on the field because there's a physical difference between being 14 and 15 and oh, yeah. 16 and 17 and 18. You know, they had uh, – I think their coach told me that they had, uh, I think, 14 seniors – you know, out of 24 players that they had. So it was a, it was a you know, pretty veteran team. And But, you know, our kids went out and, you know, the first drive, well, we did some really, really good things. And, you know, then we did some young kid things. Yep. And that's just going to happen. You know, we know it's going to happen, and we just got to try to correct it on the fly. And, uh, and they did. You know, I think they were disappointed a little bit, but – um, as far as the coaching staff goes, you know, we saw some kids that would, you know, I don't think anybody backed down from anybody. You know, we we kind of held our ground as much as we could and kind of got tired in the end, but that's that first scrimmage is, is kind of like that. Especially when you're, again, the size difference, but also just I just got done talking to Chip Darden. He was talking about some of the sophomores stepping onto that field for the first time against the varsity guy seeing somebody not just bigger than you, but somebody knows how to take that step right. that'll beat you. It takes some – that growing – that curve has to you be know, there for everybody. You know, the maturity level is is a big deal, you know. Um, the more mature teams are probably going to win every time. And it's just a, a thing that we're just going to have to keep getting bigger and stronger and just get a little bit more experience. And you get that chance again today. Right. To have your second – today, Thursday. You have your second scrimmage. It's a – Try scrimmage. I don't know what yes. you call it. You have two teams are coming in. Yes, uh, Pampa and Andrews. You know they called and they were actually wanting to use our stadium for their varsities. And I said, well, that'd be great. How about if I roll in some freshmen and JV with y'all's freshmen and JV? So they were good with that. And so as soon as we get through, um, our freshmen and JV uh, are going to scrimmage theirs. We've got a little script where you know we're going to go ten plays a series and. So we're going to get Andrews for 10, then we'll get Pampa for 10, and then they'll get 10 with each other. And then at 6, after the sub-varsities get through, um, their two varsities teams are going to scrimmage after that. And that's two towns and two programs that know a little bit about oh, right. successful yeah. football. You know, Andrews has been good for a long time, and Pampa you know, Pampa has a, has a great history also. Now they've got an NFL Hall of Famer now. Yeah. Yeah, Zach that, Thomas. Yeah, that helps. You ever heard the story about how he wound up at Pampa? Well, I grew up up there, and um, I think he graduated, what, maybe 88, 89? That sounds about right. Something like that. And so, you know, we knew who he was for sure. The legend is is that he was playing at White Deer, which was a six-man football team, and just destroying kids. Right. And the other coaches in the district petitioned White Deer to please let him go to Pampa. It's okay with us. If you and so he wound up playing for I believe Dennis Cavalier back right. then. Yes, he did. You know the you know his brother was 
pretty good athlete, Mark, too, yep. <laughs> on that team. So they had some pretty good athletes in White Deer. In fact, Rayford Young's sort of in that similar era. Uh, they, they had some athletes come through Pampa. Yeah, they've had a bunch. They've had some good ones for sure. I forgot that you were a Perryton guy, right? Yes. Okay, Perryton Rangers. Yes. So we we you know we're about sixty miles from Pampa, so you know we kind of knew what was going on over there. Also, Perryton's at least sixty miles from everywhere on earth, isn't it? Oh yeah, everywhere. At least two hours from most places. Uh, Joe Cluley used to coach at Estacado when they were in the district. Said if right. they forgot anything, they had to run up to Liberal Kansas if they wanted to go to a Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know we had. A, I think we had a TGNY for a little while. But I love TGNY. Yeah, not a and a Gibson's and you know all the all the small town yep. stuff. But my parents grew up in a town about the size of Perryton, so yeah. a lot of summers there. So, well, your guys, I don't want to get into names yet. We're going to wait until they get a little bit older to throw out names, at least right now. But what, just con- conceptually, what did you see that you liked? in the first scrimmage and what do you want to take a jump forward with you know our our offensive line i'd I'd like to see um them to get just a little bit more physical you know a a lot of those kids are um, some of them are new to the position uh we had to we had to change a couple of guys over to the offensive line a couple of uh, sophomores some of our team leaders um and they they took it in stride just kind of shows you the character of the team you know you know a lot of kids that young would be like you know coach I don't want to play offensive line but these two young men have uh done well you know they they've accepted that the team comes before them and it's kind of exactly what you want as a coach you know so offensive line uh did some pretty good things um I thought our defense played really well um our running backs uh, had a good night. You know, we had a we had a running back that, that busted a couple of big runs, and um, I think he's going to be he's going to be really good one of these days for sure. I mean, he already is. But um, again, you know, we we went after him. I think uh, Littlefield probably threw the ball seems like every stinking snap, which is totally different from the right. Ryan Hughes days. And they've days. got a new they've got a new coach too. Right. So um, that's what I asked their head coach was like, uh, you think Jerry Blakely's okay with this you know because they've been running the same offense defense since, since like 1970 right you know so and, and he said uh, you know for a little bit it, it was a little shaky but you know they're they're really good at throwing it i was really impressed with their jv um they threw and caught better than any jv that i've seen in a while i mean their receivers caught every stinking ball that they threw so it was a uh, you know it was different going over there you know Used to when you when you went to Little Field, you were going to get ISO at you fifty times a game, and you know it's a, it's a different a different scheme, and I think they're going to be really good at it. I like what you mentioned about the offensive line because you're still adjusting too. You go from five A football where you've got big bodies, you know where they're going to go. Right. This is going to be different for people watching it, for people coaching it. When you're 3A, you don't have as many big bodies. you got to find bodies that work right. in different spots. You know, it's just like I was talking about those two guys. You know, we have some other guys on the offensive line who are, you know, smaller and quicker, and um, we're just going to have to adapt to what we have. We don't have that, that big pool. Um, been really, really happy with our sophomore class. You know, there's they're, uh, some really, really good athletes. I think they a lot of them might have been – um, maybe had a chance to play on, on the varsity if they would have stayed. But I'm really happy that they all chose chose to come over and, and play for us. And 
they've been nothing but great. You know, they've showed up, you know, every day. And even when it's hot, you know, we had, we had to get them up a couple of mornings pretty early and they were all here. And so them showing up every day kind of led the freshmen to go, okay, well, if those guys are doing it, you know, we can do it too. So, And I've mentioned this to the other coaches of yours that I've talked to. What's cool about this is that those sophomores, they don't, they get to learn how to be a senior and they get to do it three years in a row. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like I said, they're, they're a great group and they're our leaders. You know, we're going to lean on them quite a bit. You know, we talk about, you know, being poised and mature and you don't really think that a sophomore is poised and mature, but ours are going to have to be. Yeah. And so far they, they've done everything we've asked them to do. Because maybe not as much, pressure on them this fall playing their schedule but what come next fall they're gonna not only are they gonna have to be your oldest group but from what we've talked about you're likely a pretty good chance you may wind up being a 4a and that's going to be a whole different animal right. you know there's there's going to be a, a really really good chance that we're going to be a 4a school next year and that's what i've, I've told a lot of the 3a coaches in our district and all our other districts like we're only here for a little while sorry we're just there's like your uncle that shows up yeah. at christmas and hangs just out have him move the car at some point yeah and uh we're just we're just gonna be here for a little while you know then we're gonna probably be moving on so sorry the good part of that though is that there's going to be some kind of relationship built for times like this at this time of year where you know that if they're looking for something because trickle-down effect small schools always want to kind of right. take aim at big brother oh sure you know we had a, a volleyball meeting this morning and that was one of the things that we told them you know when we were going over policies and guidelines and said you know we're not gonna rock the boat you know we're only here for a little while and we're gonna do what you know everybody else wants to do and so you know you were talking about our volleyball team just watching those girls play has just been yeah, a, they may a be whole lot of fun a 3a district may help them pack when it's time to go right. yeah they're those girls you know we saw them all summer long and they will compete it's, it's fun and they did for i'm still in awe three hours and 45 minutes almost straight against three really good teams to win the shallow water tournament the other right. day yeah those girls are awesome really really got to enjoy them this summer um, I was telling you earlier about them coming out of the weight room, and some of them were saying, you know, we didn't have enough time in the weight room. So uh, they they know how to work, and it's fun to see them work. And you know as well as I do that those girls having that success this year, those boys are going to pay attention. Right. They're going to when they're it's their time. They're going to say, hey, we got to make sure we're doing this. Well, the you know the fun part is all of our boys want to go watch the girls play. Yep, uh, that and that cr the home crowd for that first match was pretty impressive. You know, we're going we're going to play again. Um, I think we have a home game tomorrow night, and I expect all of our guys to show up and and support them because you know the girls are going to come to football games. Right. So it's only uh, I think it's only fair for us to go support those girls, and if we want the culture. Um, at Liberty to be like we want it to. We have to support everything that goes on. Uh, all of our coaches spent their summers this summer going to watch girls basketball, uh, volleyball. You know, then the girls coaches would turn around and go watch boys basketball. So it's a it's a really really good coaching staff. Um, everybody likes to see everybody 
succeed. So pretty happy with those two. Well, and it's just the infants, infant stages right now at Liberty High School. And football team gets a chance to get its second scrimmage under its belt. That's been Joe Sexton. This is Randy Rosetta with HubCityPreps.com. And that's been the Kincaid Roofing Liberty Patriot and Lady Patriot podcast.